Uh, so yeah. Um, hey Todd, we win yeah. that war. I was just gonna say, um, I won. We won that feud. Much like uh, my long-standing rivalry with um, David Carradine. Yeah, I won that rivalry. That you know what? I used that quote the other day. Oh yeah. On somebody, I was like, I won that rivalry. I thought it was feud, but anyway. Feud, rivalry, rivalry whatever. So, long story short, my father got me some some business for the Cinnabon, if you know what I mean. Right, sure. And, and it's one of his friends. And not, none of the business he ever brings me ever pays me. Ever. So, and he'll always tell me, well, these guys are good to me. I need them for this or that. So don't hassle them or they they're doing something for he's doing something for them so that he's got to pay them. He's like, let me get paid first. So this guy who was, you know, uh, paying me for something and he wasn't. He just over the years, three, four years hasn't paid me a dime. Right. So so he ends up kicking off this week and just like dying. And so I go and I tell a couple of people, other people who like he owes less money to. And they were like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, he's like, and I know you, you think it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. I said, yeah, but I won that feud. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I, 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 I said my friend taught me that, but they, if I told them who you were, they wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Right. They don't know you. So I was like, but every time, you know, I, that's immediately what I thought of. I'm like, I won that feud. Have I told the David Carradine story in a while? I don't know if it was a while, but I know you have, but I don't care. All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell, like, the shortened version of it. This mm-hmm. was many years ago. I'd say maybe, like, 2003-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, April and my buddy Doug, we went to uh, a doubleheader weekend of Ring of Honor Professional Wrestling and Chiller Convention. Uh, mm-hmm. Both were within... You know, we, we were, it was a hike out to New Jersey, and then the two instances were, you know, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes away from each other. So, like, oh, this mm-hmm. would be a cool thing, right? Right. Um, And this was right as, I don't think it had come out in, like, a wide release. It was just kind of, like, rumblings of uh, a release of House of a Thousand Corpses, right? Mm-hmm. So, they have... An area inside where they have, like, vendors and a few assorted celebrities, but then everyone else was out in a tent outside in the sweltering heat, right? Where they belong. And it was everyone from Clint Howard to the entire top-billed cast of House of a Thousand Corpses to, you know, Ken Forey to Michael J. White, who was Spawn, and he was also in... Um, a delete, like, they were still billing him as being in Kill Bill, Volume 2, because at the time, his scene had not been cut from the theatrical release. Really? Yes. So, uh, and Gunnar Hansen is there, who played Leatherface, and all these people, and like, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig, everyone is, like, super nice and super personable, like, hey, want me sign something, take a picture, you know, everyone was super cool, right? So you're going around the loop, and David Carradine is there, right? Uh, uh, hot mm. off his um, his appearance Kill in Bill. Kill Bill 1 and upcoming Kill Bill, you know, Volume 2, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the people um, are personable. They're talking. They're looking. They're whatever it is. He's got his head down doing a crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, 
uh, hey, uh, Mr. Carradine, can I get a picture? Now, I've just gone around, like, the entire loop of the entire tent. Everyone's super cool. Nobody's charging for nothing. You know, it's just whatever. Like, pictures, signing, anything. And I go, hey, Mr. Carradine, can I get a picture? Doesn't look up from his crossword puzzle and goes, how much? I go, I go, well, you don't really have anything posted here. Uh, you don't have any, like, 8x10s or nothing. And nobody else around here is charging. Uh, and he doesn't oh. say anything. And I go, 10 bucks? And he goes, huh. And I go, 20 bucks? And he goes, all right, make it quick. And so I get my picture with David Carradine for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that rat bastard. What a prick, you know? Mm-hmm. He was the only person in the entire tent. Like, I could see if it was a precedent of, like, it was advertised. It was like, oh, David Carradine is X. And, like, everybody else had prices. Every single other person that I got a picture with that day, uh, even the people inside, even the people inside, like Tom Savini and uh, current World Wrestling Entertainer Samoan Joe and his friend Phil from Chicago, <laughs> who were just there <laughs> hanging out because they were going to be That's on the Ring of my... Honor show later that day, got pictures with them for free. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is charging. Now, granted, I did miss later on the day when Raven was supposed to be there. Oh, Scotty Flamingo. A.K.A. Sad Scotty Flamingo. Sad Scotty. See, it's been so long since I've talked about wrestling, I forget. But and, go ahead. you know, obviously we bump into Samoan Joe and Phil from Chicago. <laughs> My favorite part of the story. And, and I go, oh, hey, did you guys uh, bump into Raven yet? I, we've been looking for him. I haven't seen him yet. And uh, Phil from Chicago goes, oh, he's out in the tent probably with the rest of the has-beens now. <laughs> Just little another little would we cl- know that 15 short years later, he would be one of those said has-beens that he was throwing so much shade at. Classic Phil and his gentle ribbons. Oh, classic <laughs> Phil. What a what a card. I, bet, I, I hope things turned out well for him. Mm, I hear he's undefeated still. <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> uh, the but, streak continues. But that was a great day. That was a fun time. Uh... Mm-hmm. Going to wrestling and a horror movie convention in the same day. I couldn't have planned it any better. Hey, David Carradine started the photo op uh, business. Right. He was a he was a he was he was a genius. And when did photo ops become a business, Joe? Right there, that moment. That was David the moment where, where Zachary decided, hey, I could get a few bucks for a picture with myself. He was looking down at the crossword puzzle, and it was like, and, and a young Joe Sposo, clean cut, walks up to him, and he's like, "Can I get a picture?" And right there, it was like five across, you know, cash opportunities, and he was like, "Hmm." It's like all, all came together. It was <laughs> the clue. It was six letters. A blank in his money are soon parted. Hmm. <laughs> no, Sposo. A few years ago, oh, that fits too. <laughs> yeah. A few year, a few years after that, uh, David Carradine passes away uh, alone in a hotel room, dressed in a karate gi, peacefully. <laughs> right, that's the way I remember it. Yes, that's right. A red, white, and blue karate gi. Mm-hmm. Definitely wasn't hung in a closet with autoerotic asphyxiation. Definitely wasn't that. No, allegedly was wasn't that. So when the news came out, my buddy Doug says. Oh, you see David Carradine died? Yeah, that's a shame, huh? Oh, you won that feud. <laughs> Which goes back to our friend Steve, uh, who we knew from, you know, our, you know, VCW days in like the early 2000s. Uh, there was an angle on World Wrestling Entertainment 
where Edge and Christian ran afoul of Joe C. I don't know who that is, but go ahead. You don't know who Joe C is of Kid Rock fame? He was the he was the oh. little person with Kid Rock? Yeah, I thought you were talking like a filthy wrestler performer. No, well, that's Edge Not and a, Christian. Yeah, that is. I thought you meant another filthy wrestling performer. So, uh, Joe C, they run afoul of Joe C. Joe C cost them their tag titles later on that evening. Then oh. later on in the evening, they throw Joe C in a garbage can and then beat the garbage can with hockey sticks. Oh, my goodness. Then, the about falling. a year or two later, Joe C passes away. <laughs> And our friend Steve says, well, it looks like Edge and Christian won that feud. <laughs> and that's the origin of that, all coming back to um, us winning the feud over some other thing. Right. That part's not part of the show. Everything else is part of the show. Welcome to Longbox Heroes After Dark, episode 164. Oh, my God. I, so conf- I might have to listen to this episode. Nah, you're okay. Okay. You didn't say anything incriminating that would put you or the great Cinnabon Company uh, <laughs> in any sort of arrears or any sort of uh, fiduciary troubles. Oh, fiduciary. Speaking of which, being that today, when we're recording this, is the beginning of the new year, 2018. Today is the day that I sent out all of those emails. Oh, the special emails? The special emails, that's right. Now, some of these places make it very difficult for you to send them those special emails, and a lot of places to weed out such riffraff like myself have gone to, like, filling out a weird form through their website and everything. Oh. Aren't you supposed to just tweet at, you know, make a tweet and have 95 companies in that tweet with the new, you know, 280 characters? Right. I. You know how many uh, corporate uh, sponsor... Uh, Twitter handles I could cram into one tweet, Todd. Oh, my goodness. Dozens. How many? Dozens. And I wonder... Let's see how your friend is doing with that. Trying to get to 50,000 uh, downloads so he'll get into the algorithm. Is that what he says? There's one, yeah. There's like a... I think it's the... Oh, it's somewhere. Careful. What? Do I get hot? Uh, you know, you, we don't want to publicize we, nothing. Yeah, we don't want to give him any <laughs> eyes on his, on the prize. So it's ten reviews by the end of the week. And 50,000 downloads. Now, this is interesting, because he says 50,000 downloads, right? Mm-hmm. That's not correct. It's gotta be. It's him. He's never wrong, Joe. Because it, okay, it's not correct because we have well over fifty thousand downloads and have had well over fifty thousand downloads. And if you remember when we first rebranded ourselves from uh, Weekly Longbox to Longbox Heroes, within the first two weeks we ended up on like uh like featured or new and noteworthy or something on Mm -hmm. iTunes, right? Right. And that was just because, one, we appeared out of nowhere, quote-unquote. There was no direct connection uh, to the other podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was because we were a new podcast, already had a built-in listenership that just came over from the old show to the new show. Um, And then from there, we just... Uh, technically, as far as iTunes was considered, we were a brand new podcast with all these listeners. So they're like, oh, here we go, right? Mm-hmm. 
where in actuality you need to get a hundred reviews. And it's not even a hundred positive reviews. It's a hundred reviews. Now, once you get a hundred positive reviews, uh, where we are as a comic book podcast, and everybody's podcast is kind of different. Unfortunately, there's no separate thing for comic book podcasts, so we end up in arts and entertainment, I think. Fair enough. And then we also end up in some weird subcategory that has a lot of photography podcasts. Mm. It's very strange. That part I don't understand. There's a lot about the uh, the Apple iTunes algorithm that I don't understand, but the thing is, once you hit that hundred reviews, it doesn't matter if you have a podcast for weeks or months, you essentially just stay there mm -hmm. in that top 100 or top 300 or whatever it is. Right. Um, because there are other podcasts in the same dumb category that we are. That literally in the calendar year 2017 had like six episodes. Mm -hmm. But because the prior year or two to that, uh, 15, 16, they hit that hundred, uh, reviews mark. Right. They're just locked into that category forever. Do, and we have a hundred reviews? No, we have 61. Oh. So that's why, you know, I continue to say that iTunes is a scam. Uh, the algorithm doesn't work the way that it's supposed to. We're in the visual arts category, Todd. Right. Illustrated periodicals. Illustrated periodicals. <laughs> um, and again, I always like doing this, and I'm not going to name names. I'm not that sort of guy. I could be, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. you're, not you're not a trash shoot. No. Well, I am, but not in this instance, I'm not. Okay. So, there's new and noteworthy, which is just, you know, where we were before. It's essentially new and noteworthy. Um, I have to see this, because this showed up on someone else's thing. Right, so here's a podcast... That has been around for over a year, and it's still in New and Noteworthy. Mm hmm But it's in TV and film? I don't know. Okay. So, visual arts. Man, you are obsessed with iTunes. I'm very obsessed. So, again, there's no, like, it's not like, oh, here's number one, here's number two. It's just like, here's 300 featured podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start at the bottom. And there we are. No, we're not even there. I'm just kidding. Um, so here's a podcast that has only been around for two months. And they're in, they're already in the top uh, uh, 300 with their um, 17 positive reviews. Mm-hmm. Here is another show with 34 reviews, also in that top echelon. Forty-five. A lot of podcasts that have way less reviews than we do. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we just don't have the download numbers. Right. Now, 
I know a way that we could bump that up. Oh, I heard your your trick trickeration. No, 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 no trickeration, as it were. Um, but there is a way that we could do it, but it's going to take a little bit of extra work. And I know right. how you feel about doing work. Okay. How, uh, what amount of work is it? Like, what would I have to do? Hmm. Or can't you, can't you, you don't want to give it away for free? And no, then everybody no, 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 no. Um, because, um, I've said before that I'll look at pod, like episodes of our podcast and, you know, in the first month they'll, they'll average about four to 500 downloads, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less, but then I'll see certain episodes that randomly will have like 700 in the first month, right? Not counting the New York Comic Con one. Okay. So I went and I looked at all the ones that have that, and I and I took out outlier ones like the New York Comic Con one. I'm like, okay, that's a specific thing, so I could point to that. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at all the other ones to see what they all had in common, and I figured out what they all had in common. Really, you did? I did. See, I know for a while there, we you were like, is it the title? Is it this? And I was like, well, if he ever finds it, he'll let me know. So you've been sitting on this nugget? You've been sitting on this nugget? No, no. This is just something that I figured out last week. Oh, really? Okay. Because it was like our last episode of 2017 came out. I do my spreadsheet. (laughs) Right. I forgot. And then, because I do the, I have it broken down by year, and then I'll look at like, you know, I'll add the new episode to the list, and then I'll look at like a month, a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, five months ago, just to see what sort of growth there is, right? And now, can I just ask quickly, has there been growth? Mm. Or have we plateaued? Um, I wouldn't say that we've plateaued, but what I'm saying is like, we'll average, um, you know, the four to five hundred for that first month, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see, okay, let's see where we are, where that episode is in two months. Let's see how many it adds in two months and how many it adds in three months, how many it adds in four months, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll hit a thing where all the episodes will go up like seven downloads or all the episodes will go up like 15 downloads. And that's kind of consistent, right? Right. But, like, there's no real spikes. Um, I know the episode that we had Craig on saw big numbers up front. Mm-hmm. But then that plateaued down to, you know, where the normal numbers for the regular episodes are. Right. Um, and that's a whole other kettle of fish. Well, that's the power of Craig. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I took that one out of the algorithm because I'm like, okay, that's an outlier because that's a one-time shot. We had Craig on, you know, so on and so forth. Now, obviously, the, the After Darks were a different story because you would see, like, the Gallifrey birds have number spikes from there. Mm-hmm. But then even those sadly plateaued after a while, mm-hmm. which is a real bummer um, to see those uh, kind of go down. But I want to actually, because I don't do the After Darks, because the After Darks only do about 200 per episode. Right. Give and those take, are just... It's a different feed. It's a, it's a cleanse in the palate. There's no rhyme or reason to what we do. Right. And that's why I, I wanted to try to have some structure to them. Um, every now and then, 
were, you know, the once a month we'd have the the Gallifrey birds or the once a month, like this year, we're going to have the, the movies that we still need to figure out the, the title of whatever that's going to be. Right. The soon to be named movie gimmick. Sure. Oh boy. <laughs> you might've just named it. I said that last week and you laughed at me, but go ahead. Okay. He's writing that down, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I will in a second. Right. I want to see how those Gallifrey birds did over time. Okay. Are you, remember there was the one that had, like, crazy numbers? Wasn't um, it the Royal Rumble? Well, no. I think it was the Royal Rumble. Because, like, those ones, like, I'm looking at Gallifrey birds 1, Gallifrey birds 2. Those kind of hit about 400, you know, four, like 400, 430, right? Okay. I'll take your word for it, Mr. Spreadsheet. Right. Um, then we see like a little, uh, then like the Craig episode when we had Craig on after dark, that one did like a- Gallifrey birds numbers, right? Huge numbers, huge numbers. And then, so the Gallifrey birds, now we see like a little bit of a, a, a peak up there. Um, now actually, ironically, the Lucha Libre one, uh, to date mm-hmm. is, you know, the, uh, a higher number, um, a famous, wrestling show the canadian stampede did the lowest numbers then we're back up you gotta factor in how great the doctor episode was no 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 that's nothing to do with anything what i don't even think anybody listens to those parts you're lucky i didn't put you're lucky i didn't go back and listen and put time codes in those so people could skip those (laughs) you know what for all i know you could have just cut that half out of the podcast Right. And it's just it's just wrestling talk. And ironically, the Heroes of Wrestling one is our lowest one. But it's that one's only about a month and a half old. Yeah, you have to give that time. Right, that I one mean, needs time to mature and matriculate. That needs to get... You, you, you got 21 downloads, I got 22 <laughs> downloads. By far, even the, like the December one has like 50 more downloads than the November one. No, but anyway, looking back at the episodes of this show that saw bigger numbers, I figured out what the gimmick is with it, and mm-hmm. you know we're gonna we're gonna test it out maybe next week or maybe another week or some other time. Okay, interesting. I'm actually interested to find out what this is. That's uh-huh. that's intriguing. Yes, and. Oh, yeah. Lots of ideas. You know what? I, in, when the pancake on pancake dinner comes up, mm-hmm. that's when we can, you know, we can have great talks as soon as the IHOP shows up. Right. I haven't driven by in a while, so I don't know what the building status of it is. That, that's your job. Your job is to to IHOP over there. Oh, boy. It's it's way super out of my way, but I'll make a point to, to add the extra five minutes onto my commute either to or from uh, super secret science job tomorrow so I could see how the mm-hmm. groundbreaking is going. Preferably in the morning so I could take a picture. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Not looking like a sketchy, like, com- competitor, uh-huh. you know, like the uh, what, Waffle House <laughs> over there. Waffle House is on the list, by the way. <laughs> oh, is it? Thank God. I, I'm, I, I, I had a couple ideas, too, so... I, Let's uh, let's uh, you you want to you want to spoil it? No, no. Actually, there's one or two 
that uh that I thought of that would be ridiculous. And I'm 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 thinking of selling them cheap so anybody could get in on them. Mm-hmm. That's my motto. One or two good ideas. But we'll discuss. So all right, was there anything else? Uh, I can't think of anything because you know I'm not I'm not talking about certain subjects anymore. So I didn't have any questions for you there. All right. Um, and you don't have any Doctor Who questions for me, do you? Uh, it was I don't want to say it was requested, but there was maybe one or two people. Mm-hmm. Um, who lamented that they would never get a chance to hear you talk about the Doctor Who Christmas special. Really? Yes. It was really good. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yep. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, it was, it was very, uh, it was basically the 12th doctor didn't want to regenerate. He wanted to give up. And we found out if you don't, if a time Lord just says, I'm, I'm going to fight the regeneration, it'll, it'll eventually kill him. And he ends up running into the first doctor who, is at the end is literally there's a scene in the first doctor's regeneration where he goes off on his own out into the snow and he ends up meeting, you know, there's there, there's like, Oh, there's a point where they can meet. And we find out that the first doctor decided that he didn't want to regenerate either because he was afraid of change. And then they go off on an adventure. Um, and event there's actually no bad guys in this, and the doctor really doesn't know how to to do that because he finds out that it isn't a evil plot; it's actually a good plot, and he's been fighting it, not knowing. And so he lets it go through with it, and then he ends up uh, through the whole adventure. There was a displaced World War One uh, officer who when he was pulled out of time, he was in a foxhole with a gun on a German, and the German was like had a gun on him, and he's like, "We, I know how this is going to end. You can't understand me. I can't understand you. And, you know, I just, and they're both about to pull the trigger. He gets pulled out of time. The doctor takes him back, but he, he fidgets time, so because he, he realizes what day it is, and it's Christmas, and do you know about the World War One Christmas truce, Joe? Yes. Uh, isn't there? Uh, there was a movie made about it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Where it's one it of my like, favorite. Yeah. Go ahead. It's one of my favorite moments in, in history. It really is. It really is because it gives like you know I'm not a religious man. I'm not like you know this or that. But like a world war stopped mostly for one day. And like literally the two sides got together and they came out and they drank together and they, and it actually ruined a lot of things. They had to move troops all around because now you've sat and you've talked with the other side. Like now you got to shoot them. You know what I mean? So the, he, he, he wibbly wobbly timey wimey. So it, it, it's, it's the, he moves it forward. So the, the Christmas truce can happen and. He, he saves the guy and the guy tells him to look like he, you find out that he's actually the father of like one of the most, do you remember the, the uh, brigadier, the guy with the, you thought had the fake mustache? Yes. He was the head of unit. You find out he's his father and his father originally died young in the war. Well, he ends up saving him. So now the brigadier will get to know his father a little bit. And it's like, it's, it's really touching. 
and they do a lot of stuff with the first doctor. He's like really sexist. And because it was a different time in 1963, he's like, oh, like you're the companion. You're the female companion. Good. The, his TARDIS is dusty. It needs a cleaning. And, and the doctor who's like, that was me. He's like, just, just stop. Just, just please stop. Here, like we don't talk like that anymore. So there's and there was lots of in joke, not in jokes, but in things that if you're a fan of the of of the, uh, the old shows that there, I was like talking with some people and they're like, I don't understand that. I'm like, I get that. I get this. I get the ring falling off the twelfth Doctor's finger after regeneration. Like there was a lot of cool stuff just for me, and uh, I thoroughly really enjoyed it. And then uh, the he regenerated into the uh, 13th doctor who is Jodie Whittaker. And she immediately uh, like, as all the doctors, um, the joke is she ends up almost crashing, not knowing how to fly the TARDIS. And it seems like it's blowing up and she falls out of it. And a lot of people were like, Oh, woman doesn't know how to drive the TARDIS. And I'm like nine regenerating to 10 crash to TARDIS, 10 into 11 crash to TARDIS and 11 into 12 crash to TARDIS. They all did it, but everybody went for the cheap joke. Um, but so I'm interested to see where it, how it's, how she's going to survive falling out of the TARDIS from super high up. And uh, I think it's spring. Sometimes it's it's supposed to come back, but there's been no date. So I'm looking forward to it. I I was very sad to see Capaldi go, but I'm looking forward to the new regime. So there's my review of uh, Twice Upon a Time, the, the Doctor Who Christmas special this year. I was going to ask um, when the new season has been announced, but obviously it has not been. Right. We know it's been, it's filming. It's just that they got to not like the date. It'll come out. It's like other things. Like, you know, we'll give you this piece of information. We'll give you that. They, they kind of like to have a, a schedule for this stuff, you know? So, but I'm sad. Maybe you'll watch it some point nope. down the line. What? Nope. No, you'll watch a Jodie Whittaker show episode someday. No, it'll. Uh, I'll just say that it's to further enforce the rumor and innuendo that I'm I'm a sexist jerk that I'm huh. not watching the new Doctor. Less mm-hmm. than I don't want to watch any Doctor Who. Right, right. I'm more comfortable with that. Well, you wear the pants you need to wear, Joe. Right. So I think that's it. Uh, you got your Doctor yep. Who talk in there for the one or two people who requested such things. There are more who want it. They just aren't vocal about it. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone. Thank you for uh, listening here. Episode uh, 164 of Longbox Heroes.